for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. Ha. Letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. Ha. Black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gon' knock, the snare gon' crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gon' pour, the speakers gon' crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black. I don't want to like, like, be like, ah, not food in my mouth. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Welcome to Blap Chat episode. I don't even know anymore. One, uh, one eleven. One something. One three ones. One one one. <clears throat> Welcome to Blap Chat number. episode one hundred eleven. I am your host, Ill Mind. I'm here with my amazing co-hosts. Glam. Glam's back, baby. Glam is fucking back. Or should we say Colby? Colby. Colby. Glam. Colby. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Glam is back. We miss you so much. And we heard she got that fire too. Oh man, bro. When I tell you that guys next track glam. That, that 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 video so Glam has a video and a song coming out soon. She's been working on a lot of music lately. And you guys already know at this point, Glam is one of my favorite artists and when she showed me I was like super blown away. I can't wait for the world to hear it. Honestly. Yeah. But Glam, welcome back. And crazy. uh you ready you guys already know. It's your girl, perfection. You already know perfection. What up, what up, what up? Atlas has a few um, events tonight, so he had yeah. to he had to dip out and uh, go handle the pre production on his events tonight. So if you're listening to this, it's probably over. Um, but if you were at his event, um, hope you had a good time. Um, so Atlas couldn't make it, but we're here, man. Episode 111. This is Blab Chat. Shout to all of our listeners, all of our subscribers, um, YouTube, SoundCloud, um, Apple podcast um everything um if you're uh listening to this and you're this is your first time then welcome to the podcast um we hope you enjoy this podcast hit that subscribe button hit that repost (laughs) button leave a comment do all that good stuff and shout to all of our subscribe to us for sure and shout to all of our uh day one listeners or if you've been listening to us for a while man you guys are the fucking shit Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Shout to all of our creators, our producers, rappers, singers, songwriters, engineers, or just people that are just fans of music, man. This podcast, like I said, is centered around the art of producing music, not just beat making, I feel like. It's really just like the we talk about the business of production, the business of music, um, and uh, just really overall just inspiration and speaking our mind on certain things. So first of all, we have a bunch of stuff going on. I think a lot has happened since our last podcast. Um, <clears throat> I do want to make a few announcements, though. So Black Friday is a big day for all of us i feel like yeah glam has a brand new song and video coming out i don't know if we should uh announce anything hard but like 
expect some new music from Glam. Definitely. Which I'm super fire. excited about. Also, fire. Can't wait. Also on Black Friday, I'm dropping two brand new kits. I'm dropping Black Kit Volume 12. And I also have a sample pack called Cosmic Sweets. So you already know, man, more shit for my producers, more tools for you guys. You can go to blackkits.com to pre-order. Also on November 12th, I'm doing the first ever, you know, the past the Aux events I've been doing, I'm doing one online. Video so, chat with literally 20 people all with their screens all at once and they're going to take turns and we're going to do it all online you're going to literally play a, a song or a beat and we're going to do pass the aux online that's fine. it's going to be amazing there's people that are registering from all over the world i can't wait to do it it's my first one so hopefully we do more of those so oh. if you want to get in guys on a slot to play your music on this crazy video chat i'm doing November 12th, just go to my website, illmindproducer.com. Also, I will be in Nashville and Atlanta on November 18th and 19th. going to be crazy. And then in December, I will be in Montreal and Toronto. So go get your tickets, illmindproducer.com. I will be announcing an entire 2020 Pass the Aux. Um, I'm actually changing the name to blap sessions but past the aux blap sessions tour 2020 i'm announcing very soon um and we're gonna do it like that man so shout out to all my producers what do you guys have going on i mean you kind of just said it though i mean it got the music coming yes. possibly uh tentatively black friday so mm. we shall see mm -hmm. um when that comes but it's exciting <clears throat> um wait. i'm excited for it so long time coming you know colby Glam, a lot of different transitions mm -hmm. that year, but bring it. Ready to go. Yeah, and I think this is a great setup for next year. Hell this yeah. This is going to walk yeah. you into 2020 in the perfect That's way. That's kind of, mm -hmm. the, it's the setup. It's my raft, <clears throat> if exactly. you will. So, yeah. Exactly. Perfection, you've been working. I see you've been working. <laughs> yeah. Give them a little sh a little um, rundown of like some shit you've been I've just, on. yeah, I've just been working, you know, working on the music. I got FL 20 now. So, you like um, it? Um, yeah, it's cool. You know, I've, I've used FL in the past, mm -hmm. um, but I've used Logic for so long that now it's just trying to, you know, once you know one doll, you kind of know them all, but it's just a matter of like the workflow being quicker yep. and like, you know, really diving in. Yep. So, you know, still working on the music. Um, <clears throat> Just got off tour with Lip Service. Um, they're still doing a couple dates, Amazing. but you know, I was on a couple shows with them, and that was really great. Um, I got a really interesting opportunity that landed on my lap. Um, hey, do that you want to talk about it? Is this private? Life changing, but I can't talk can't about it. Can't say. All right, we'll talk, talk about it in the green room. Yeah. So. Amazing. Well, you know what? Yeah. That, you that. know, so that's you know just I'm just, just being positive about it. You know. I got people in my corner, so Good. I'm just letting it play out. Um, and it will definitely change my 2020 and the trajectory of Man. what I'm doing. So I'm excited, you know, but I'm just chilling. Good. It's crazy. I feel the pre-2020 energy. Yeah. I feel like 2019 was, even 18 to a certain extent for a lot of people, it was very transitional, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. A lot of like big changes yeah. in a lot of people's lives. And I feel like in 2020 <laughs> is like where the aftermath is yeah. of all those changes. And it's interesting, like for me, this was a difficult year. And people yeah. that know me personally know, like, you know, I've talked about things I've gone through. So for me, I'm just really interested in seeing how 2020 pans out, you know, yeah. 2020, 2020 vision, you know, um, just exactly. a new year. And, you know, I'm kind of ready for what's next. And it's interesting, like sometimes in order to get something new, you got to like shed 
a lot of like <coughs> bullshit and oh, yeah. transition and I've realized that this year and that's been kind of difficult yeah but I've understood that that's just that's that's how life life's works. journey yeah. literally so you gotta just flow with it exactly you know and, and keep working exactly exactly um man i'm excited to go into 2020 yeah. i'm so excited for you guys i'm ready for the music man it's all about music. the music yeah. always about it's the all music. about the fucking music so speaking of the Facts. music speaking of the music um i'm really excited about today's episode because we're about to have someone on here th- someone that it has figured out a way let's just cut right to it this guy has figured out a way to generate a shitload of money on beat selling online and you guys know the traditional route if you're a new producer and you want to generate income you explore beat leasing so let's say fifty dollars a beat twenty dollars a beat whatever yeah. so the, the the go-to things would be go to beat stars create an account go to airbit create an account go to youtube create an account upload music every day you know on your socials and and offer uh beat leases and stuff like that Artwork videos, all that shit, ranking, hashtags, type beats, the whole game. Mm-hmm. At this point, going into 2020, we know that that game is very much saturated, right? And so there's this concept that's been around for a long time um, that's just now sort of in our community starting to pick up some steam, and it's the idea of click funnels. And not too many people know much about what a click funnel is. Um, there's some really great content out there that's shedding some light on the click funnel method. Um, but to put it short, this guy Gabe from Legion Beats, who we're about to talk to, um, has managed to generate a million over a million dollars in a matter of a few months um, using click, the click funnel technique. Now, if you want to research some more info on click funnels uh you can check out producer grind shout to the homies producer grind who interviewed gabe on click funnel stuff um so the basic click funnel things um, we'll go over today but if you want to get more in depth check out their podcast and i think gabe has also appeared on some other podcasts since um but today i really want to dig into his his brain about you know first of all what the click funnel is how it can help you and also what the potential uh end result is of applying the click funnel method and and if that could positively or negatively affect you as a producer when you get to the point of okay i've done the click funnels i've made about two hundred thousand dollars a year i make enough money to do this for a living now what's my next step do i want to uh do i want to transition into the industry do i want to get placements will people be willing to cut me a check for 15 20 30 grand for a track and publishing points when I have a history of selling, you know, five beats for a hundred dollars or whatever it ends up being. And, and, and I, that's my role guys. I'm here to play devil's advocate. I'm here to analyze it from all aspects and to, so you guys can make that decision and really, um, know what you're getting yourself into. So let's call Gabe and talk about this click funnel stuff. I can't wait to talk to him. Bite sandwich. Bite sandwich now. Yeah, I just, I needed to grab a pizza that. I'm jelly. I'm going to have PB&J when I get home. Tomorrow's going to kill me. I haven't had a PB&J in a long time. Tomorrow would never I, let me do I that. I know you be sneaking, right? And night no. you sleeping. <laughs> don't. The only thing I sneak is cigarettes. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't smoke when I'm home. Only like here and then when I'm in LA. It's a little jam. Check it out now. Yo, 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 got that PB. <laughs> I check my voicemails about once per week. 
Jason's got something more urgent. Oh, that's okay. his voicemail. You can hang it up, Preach. Let me text him. We're like dancing to his like <laughs> to the Skype ring. <laughs> I didn't know if he he picked up. All right, you can try again. Or? I'm gonna do his freestyle real quick. Check it out. This is the first official Skype freestyle. Ready? He gonna, he gonna pick up oh. fast. Oh man, I want to hear the song. I'm gonna sample that. Should make an account just to call somebody. Mm -hmm. Hello. Gabe, what's up, man? It's Illmind. Yo, what's going on? What's going on, my G? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna um, plug in my little headset right here. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you good. Cool. Okay, so uh, I'm here with my co-host. I'll let him introduce him. Hey, what's up, Gabe? It's Glam. It's what's up, uh, Glam? How you doing? Hey, what's up? It's uh, Perfection. What's going on? How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. So. All right. We got we got the, the man, Gabe, on the yeah. phone. Legion Beats. Round of applause for Gabe in the hey. building. <laughs> Yeah, boy. What's up, man? Uh, thank man, you for I, thank you for taking I appreciate the time. The opportunity, man. Thank you so much for having me on here. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, definitely, man. So uh, <clears throat> I've been uh, I've been seeing you pop up um, in a lot of places lately. It's really, really, really amazing to see uh, how you know how persistent you've become in the in the past few months, or uh, you know, for however long you've been on, kind of publicizing this stuff but um it's really cool to see someone you know get to the point where they figured out i don't even want to say like hacked into because a hack is like not a good word but like figured out a real legitimate way to be a producer and generate like some real income and then be willing to like share that information with people almost immediately it's really awesome um so kudos to you man um for doing that Man, no, I appreciate it. Honestly, it's been kind of surprising to me how uh, really in the past few months it, it has gotten so much attention. I think for me, I'm just realizing that, you know, there's so many producers that are that are ready to hear this kind of stuff. And for me, like, I'm, I'm a marketing nerd. Like, I geek out on this stuff. So it's fun for me to be able to talk about this stuff and that, you know, other people are excited about it that um, want to do it too. So I'm, I'm having fun. I love it. Amazing. So uh, you've been on a few podcasts, shout to the homies, producer grind. And um, obviously you've put out videos yourself um, on social media. Um, so I think people who are paying attention to what you do and what we're about to talk about have like a pretty, pretty good idea of like the A to Z of like what a click funnel is and how they can start applying the click funnel stuff. So I think what I want to do mm -hmm. for, for this interview, for this episode is, well, I want to start with really just giving our listeners like a simple kind of like one, two pitch of like exactly what a click funnel is and how you've used it to generate the amount of money you've been able to generate and how you've been able to reach success. And then I want to dig a little yeah. bit deeper into sort of, some some of the potential pros and cons and stuff like that. So why don't you start by just letting people know, man, like what what you do and like what a click funnel is and like how it's helped you. Yeah. So for me, you know, when I started out selling beats online it was about five or six years ago, um, and I'd actually been producing for for a lot longer than that, but started selling beats online a little more recently, and I kind of looked at what the other producers were doing. And of course, try to model after them and um, really had trouble kind of breaking through and eventually realized that, hey, if everybody's kind of using the same model and it's and it's kind of outdated, then it's it's not going to work. And um, I was lucky enough to come across another producer, a guy named Anno Domini, and I saw that he was kind of doing things a little bit differently, 
Um, he was really being more innovative with his marketing and being more creative and um, specifically using this concept of a sales funnel. And so I kind of started modeling after him and then started learning from the guy that he was learning from, a guy named Russell Brunson. Russell Brunson is the CEO of ClickFunnels, which is the software that most sales funnels these days are built on. And really, the concept of a funnel is really just the process that you take your potential client or customer through from you know, them not knowing who you are all the way to loving you um, and doing business with you and continuing to do business with you. And so everybody has a funnel, technically. Um, it's just not everybody has a funnel on purpose. And the funnel that most people have, most producers have, is they try to rank for YouTube keywords like Drake Type Beat, and then they've got a link in the description of their video that goes straight to their beat store, right? And that's their whole funnel. That's the whole thing. And the thing is, in order to win at that game, I mean, you have to get hundreds of thousands of views to even get a few thousand clicks to that to that beat store, right? And then once they click over that beat store, you're going to get, you know, 2 3% if you're lucky to actually buy. So if you're able to pump out, you know, YouTube videos to get half a million views consistently, you can actually make a low six-figure income and, you know, you're living the dream. Um, but the problem is there's only so many slots, you know, on, on the top of the YouTube pages and, and same thing on Instagram. Um, and so what, you know, Domini did differently and that I started modeling after was this concept of the sales point. We really control that customer journey. So basically, instead of just saying, hey, click here and go buy something, you sort of walk them through it. You take them by the hand. So you take them first to a page where, you know, there's only one call to action. There's only one thing they can do on each page. And that's kind of a big part of this whole funnel philosophy is that they're not going to get distracted once they get to your, you know, old school, quote unquote, website where there's menus and links to your social media and a store with a whole bunch of stuff. It's like, no, there's just one thing you can do on this page, right? So the first page might be, hey, just, just enter your name and email and I'll give you a couple of free beats. You know what I mean? So there's only one thing they can do. They can either do that or they can leave. And it's a, it's a good experience for them. You are giving them more value than they're, they're giving you. You know what I mean? They gave you their name and email and they get some dope beats. Okay, cool. This is great. And now the next step, now there's something on the next page where, you know, you introduce yourself, you start to build rapport, you give them a, a special offer where you tell them, Hey, you know, you can get this, this deal where it's this, um, you know, some kind of bundle of products and services that's going to really speak to whoever your ideal customer is. And it's coming from you, like whatever your special, you know, big heart, your unique selling proposition, but whatever special that you can bring, you know, to the world, you create a real offer. And then on that page, all they can really do is buy that offer or not. And that's sort of the whole concept is that in the sales funnel, each page has one call to action. Each email, each message is all just very much about um, controlling in a good way that experience for the client so that it ends up being better experience for them and ultimately brings more value to both of you, meaning you make more money and they feel like they got more value back. I love it. It kind of reminds me of the idea of like going into like a store and then having the salesman literally walk you through and try to get you to purchase something as opposed to walking into like, uh, you know, a clothing store and like having a million choices, not knowing where to start. You have a salesperson there kind of like guiding you through like, Hey, like, what are you looking for? Blah, blah, blah. And like, now you, you're not overwhelmed by a million choices, right? Yes. No, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's, it's more, it's more like a premium experience. It feels more, uh, more personal. Yeah. I love it. So, um, how much money have you generated from this? So um, they have, so ClickFunnels actually gives out this award. They call it the Two Comic Club Award. And once you've generated a million dollars in revenue, you get that award. And so I've gotten my Two Comic Club Award. I got it a few months ago. 
Congratulations, that's lit. Hold on. Wait, there's a little cha-ching thing here, but I don't have that sound effect here. Uh, Why don't we do the PS1 one? Hey, here we go. Billion Dollars Club. Let it play. Let it play. Wait. That's the sound of the the zeros going into the bank account. Right. There you go. Um, no, in all seriousness, man, congrats on that. That's amazing. Yeah. Obviously, that's an amazing feat. And, you know, as a music producer, you want to start to reach that goal. So mm-hmm. really quickly, um, if if I'm a new producer and I have a BeatStars account, I have YouTube, I'm doing it the old school way, and I'm listening to this interview right now, what would be the first thing, that first logistical step that I would have to do right now to get me one step closer to creating a, um, a click funnel? Yeah. So the whole, the whole idea is, is controlling that, that experience, right? So the first step that I would say is when you have that link in your, your YouTube video in the description or, or in your Instagram bio, instead of saying, Hey, go buy beats here, say, Hey, get, get a, get a few free beats here or give them, offer them something for free. Maybe it's a PDF about whatever, like make sure that it's in alignment with whatever your brand is about. Like, why are people coming to you in the first place? You should really know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually the easiest thing is like, Hey, I'll give you some free beats. And now all of a sudden, first of all, you're going from, let's say 0.01% of the people who saw that YouTube video clicking that to now like 10%. So you're already killing the competition. Right. And then, but that would be step one. You know what I mean? And then from there, if you can control a little bit more, and even if, let's say you just want to do it with BeatStars at first, like BeatStars are the thing where it'll, it'll pop up where they can, you can collect email addresses. Um, it's still not ideal to me because now they're, they still have the distractions of all the other stuff. But, you know, that could be a super easy first step. Bam, say, hey, click here for some free beats. Make sure you have that little pop-up on your BeatStars. And now all of a sudden you're growing your list and you're able to, you know, that's like the first step to, to controlling that journey. And then, you know, the next level is, to actually get somewhere where you can um, build those pages out and that email sequence out in a way that you completely control. And so the company I happen to really like is ClickFunnels, um, but you know you could use a different page builder as well. ClickFunnels uh, is great, and we actually kind of we actually have an affiliate ClickFunnel link, don't we? We do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. we do. And we- actually, affiliate. Yes, and affiliate marketing, by the way, is another one of these tools that so many producers are missing out on. Like man, like it's been so powerful. So like, for example, um, Anno Domini, who I work with, we both like at first, you know, when I, when I was first starting, I looked at him as like, man, that's like who I want to be. That's like, the, you know, the competition. Right. Mm. And, um, as I started to get to know him, started to work with them, um, we became affiliates for each other's stuff. So we realized, Hey, wait a second, we have a similar audience. We have rappers and singers who want beats. We can bring value to both of our audiences by being affiliates for each other's products. So we could say, Hey, check it out. Anno Domini's got a sale, right? He's selling a B pack right now. I send my customers over there. He gets customers he wouldn't have gotten otherwise. It's a win-win for them. They get a good deal. We both make money and vice versa. So it's the same thing with software or, you know, anything else. It's like an Amazon, <clears throat> Amazon affiliate link or something where it's like, Hey, check out this mic or these headphones are dope. By the way, you know, click my link. I'll get a little piece from Amazon but I'm giving you value and getting value. Same thing with ClickFunnels. They have an affiliate program as well. Love it. Love it. So step number one is offer something for free and collect that email in exchange. Yes. Yeah. So it sounds like the idea of this is the important 
step or the I guess the goal number one is to collect emails from people and by and and in order to do that you want to offer something free maybe a free beat maybe a free drum kit maybe a free whatever it is but building up this uh, email address this email list how often go ahead no I was just gonna say about that you know the difference between you know having subscribers and followers is awesome but you don't really own that traffic, right? If somebody's following you on Instagram, Mark Zuckerberg owns that traffic. That's his platform, mm-hmm. and it's great, and you should use those, mm-hmm. those platforms. Um, but when you have somebody's email address or you have their phone number and you can text message them, now you own that traffic. Now right. you can actually reach them. You're not, you're not attached to a platform. So that's, yeah. that's the power there of getting that email address in person. Exactly. Go ahead. So how do you keep people like intrigued to continue to work with you and your platform? Because, you know, I've, I've like subscribed to certain YouTube pages and like have put my email into, you know, their subscription boxes, but they, I started to kind of like not really pay attention to their content anymore or their yeah. emails because they started to become a little too annoying for me. So it's like mm. they'll they'll yeah. they'll advertise free <clears throat> stuff like, hey, get this free kit, get this free tutorial, get this free this. And that's all great. But for me, I guess when my inbox is bombarded with so many emails from this already, platform, yeah. I'm already kind of like it's it becomes invisible to me. Right. So how it do does. you how do you prevent so, that from happening um, with your platform? Yeah, so I, I would take the, the advice that I've gotten from Ilmine when I hear when I hear you talk about what you do on social media, which is you tell a story, right? So yeah. you don't you don't just spam stuff out on your Instagram. It's the same thing with your email. Mm-hmm. You wanna you wanna tell a story. And so if you're telling that story in, in an intriguing way and in a way that makes people want to keep hearing that story, they're gonna keep opening your emails. If you're just sending out, hey, go buy some beats, hey, here's another thing, hey, here's another mm-hmm. thing. That's not interesting to anybody, so of course they're going to ignore those emails. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that was my my answer. To that is is tell an interesting story. Yeah, the storytelling thing is really right. really interesting. It's funny, Gabe, because so back in two thousand, I want to say twelve, maybe even twenty thirteen, um, I had I had a session. I went overseas with Ryan Leslie, and this was around the time that he was developing Superphone technology, and I feel like Ryan was so ahead, ahead of his time in terms of like direct to consumer sort of like, you know, um, calling, you know, we kind of call it, uh, um, nurturing your followers vertically instead of horizontally, meaning you're, 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 uh, you're, you're prioritizing creating deeper relationships with 100 people as opposed to horizontal, which is your scaling. You know, you might have a million people who don't care about who you are, what you do. Uh, which is not as valuable as a hundred people that do or a thousand people that do. So the, I like the the sales funnel idea because it allows for you to create a real relationship and dialogue with the person. And when that person receives something free from you, that that might be their point of entry. But then from there, they might be like, you know what? I downloaded this free beat. I'm intrigued. Let me go see what this person is up to on Instagram. And then they see the Instagram and they're like, oh shit, like I'm going to follow you on Instagram too. And now they're starting to, your story is starting to unfold for them. And so the next time they receive your email, they'll be more willing to open that email as opposed to just someone who's just, hey, here's some free shit. You don't know anything about me here, 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 here. We have a sale going on. And now all of a sudden you feel like a salesman. So Mm -hmm. in your opinion, 
what uh what are some kind of best practices for people who approach this method um without coming off as sort of like a salesman uh coming off more authentically and telling their story in this way you have any any tips on that yeah i mean a, a big part of it is what we've already talked about which is to tell your story you know and and don't don't lie <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. don't, don't make things up like just just be genuine um, and, and tell your story. And here's another thing too, though, cause I've given people the advice, Hey, tell your story. And then all of a sudden I see people are doing these, these videos or the emails and it's this long story about their child and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, cool. That's a start. <laughs> but the way that you want to tell your story is showing how you can bring value to them. You got to remember that's, that's really the point, like tell your story, but tell your story in a way that helps your potential clients and customers understand what kind of value you can bring them. Love it. And that goes right back, right, guys? That goes right Mm -hmm. back to what we talk about a lot is how could I bring value? But I love the additional component of, Mm -hmm. hey, here's some free shit. I mean, it almost reminds me of like when we talk about uh, like being an intern, right? Right. Where it's like, I want to create value for you. So I'm willing to work with you for free for this to do this X, Y, Z. And then from there you get to pull. Mm -hmm. So like the sales funnel thing is a little similar where it's like, you're getting people on board by offering something free, right. which is I think is pretty amazing. So um, I have a question for you in terms of, I don't know if anyone's asked you this yet. And, you know, obviously well, I always got to play devil's advocate. People hate me. Ilmar, why you got to fucking, I mean, why you got to be an asshole with this, 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 whatever. So here's a scenario um, that I want to ask you about. And I want to, I want to know kind of like what your insight is on this. So let's say, someone successfully you know um incorporates a sales funnel they do it for a couple years they've built up this really nice email list they've generated you know six figures maybe even seven figures they're living really great everything is like amazing so at that point obviously depending on the person right the let's just assume and this is obviously we're talking about a producer here so this producer is doing really well on click funnels so two years go by three years go by they're doing it they're doing it four years five years they're doing it, it where do you sort of see this going like what is life like after the successful sales funnel phase if i'm a producer and i generate all this income now I want to go into the, I want to sort of take things to the next level. And I tell myself, okay, well, I have enough money. I'm successful in the sales funnel stuff. Everything's great. I'm having a ton of fun, but I don't feel, I feel like my next step now is to try to get myself out there as a, as a producer. I want to transition into, I hate using this word, but I want to transition into the industry. I want to start getting the Grammys. I want to get on the Drake album. I want to get known as a producer. I want to be respected by this person, this person, this person. Is there a chance to still do that uh, after successfully doing the sales funnel stuff? Or is this sales funnel thing sort of like the end of the road where it's like, I'm going to do this for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years and live my life out that way and feel fulfilled that way. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's, it, okay, so I think it's going to depend on the individual, right? Yeah. If you're somebody who can be fulfilled by building a thriving business that has a huge impact in the world and that's, you know, and that's, that's pretty damn you. great. To me, that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're generating seven figures and you're able, you have a team of, you know, people who are able to do what they love for a living and you're cutting those checks and you, and you do have respect from 
uh, from your peers and from other people. To me, that's, that's okay if, that's, if that is all you want. Um, if you do want to be, you know, your favorite term, an industry producer, um, I don't know. I know there's definitely examples of it, right? There's yeah. uh, Kaz Taylor and DJ Payne One and... Um, Maybe I'm Cash sure, Money you know, AP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Cash Money AP. <clears throat> um, you know, so I feel like it's definitely possible to... Um, to build your own business and be an entrepreneur and then also go work for a record label later too. I don't think that mm-hmm. that excludes you. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's possible to do both. And my feeling yeah. is that it's going to become more of a norm in the future that building your own brand, becoming an entrepreneur, becoming somebody who has leverage first and then saying, okay, I'm going to you know sell my music to a record label or whatever. Like, I think that's probably going to be the norm. Yeah. Norm right. And, it's, I mean, it's uh, very, away from it. it's very, it's very interesting. It's such a fascinating conversation. And we've talked about this in the past too, because you know, you, you, you do the, the sales funnel thing. So I put myself in like, uh, you know, uh, an executive's shoes or someone at a label and I say, okay, well this producer has a successful business doing, sales funnels and they're, they're leasing beats for $50 or however much it is they're selling beats. So if I use one of their beats for this, you know, Drake album, whatever it is, this, this label thing, you know, do you think that because you've been leasing beats for $50 and selling exclusives for a thousand, do you think that might negatively affect your chances of going into those situations with leverage in terms of your producer advance, in terms of your points, in terms of, you know, royalties. I I always kind of play devil's advocate with that because I know that there's a world where that could negatively affect you, but I don't think we've experienced that in the community enough to know that for sure. So I want to get your opinion on that. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know. It's not really my area of ex- expertise. I can't really get into the mind of that of that record label exec yeah. other than, you know, I've seen the examples of some producers who have been able to do it, so I know that it's possible, but um, that's that's not really my area of expertise. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure. It's, I, it's, I, it's I, very I, interesting. To me, I could see it being an advantage yeah. um, because that's how they might find you in the first place. That's why totally. an artist might want to work with you in the first place. But um, sure, I can imagine a scenario where there's some – old school record label guy who's, you know, oh, this guy's an internet producer. So, you know, let's not work with him. It is such an old school thing. Yeah. That exists. I mean, I feel like, you know, we just watch how music has shifted so much yeah, in man. front of us over the last couple of years and even the last two years with social media, like people going viral and even new platforms like TikTok. Like I yeah. seen somebody tweet something in regards to like, you know, a year ago, everybody's like TikTok, what's TikTok? And yeah. then this year is like, why isn't my song on TikTok? Yeah. Let's put our song on TikTok. So I think, you know, the because of the internet and how many people it reaches, things are constantly changing and shifting, especially the music industry. We see yeah. it, you know, so I feel like in the next couple of years, it not not it really being an advantage, but I think people are just going to be like, well, if the music's hot, that's you know it. what that's I mean? Like they're going to be like, fuck all that. Like the music's hot. The product's yeah. good. Like, let's just, you know, like it's like artists today, right? Like you get one song, it goes viral on the internet. Your other catalog might be mediocre as fuck, but yeah. you got that one hit. So they sign you, you know, and grab you up and they're like, well, you know, yeah, it's, it's hot. So yeah. take it. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it's just, you know what, Gabe, it's such an interesting um, and fascinating conversation because it, 
it just it, we're still living in this age where leasing beats and being an internet quote I hate using that word but quote unquote internet producer and being a quote unquote industry producer are still there's still very much this like uncomfortable like uh elephant in the room there's like a wall in between those things and like you said we see a little crossover we see the Taz taylor the cash money ap you know keo to a certain extent like you see the little crossover here and there but i don't think we have enough data to really know mm-hmm. like if yeah we haven't it, seen you it. know like what the new standard could be and gabe you very much might be right like the new standard could be the producer who does the internet thing and that that's where all the music is sourced um but i think time will tell we really don't know mm-hmm. yeah i don't think we know but I, I i can say that i think um the mentality is starting to shift where you know i've i was a little bit surprised to be honest like in the last few months how much how much attention this has gotten and it's kind of showed me you know i've had so many producers reach out to me um that are just starting out and so many producers reach out to me that are you know, your favorite term, industry producers that have placements, all these guys reaching out to me saying, Hey, how can I do what you're doing? So I think it's more and more, um, that like, for me, I wanted to be an Domini. Like that, that was my hero. You know what I mean? That was my end goal. That's what I wanted to do. And I think there's more and more producers that see like, Oh wow. Being an entrepreneur, you know, you know, being able to have ownership, being able to, you know, run your own business and have a team and, um, being able to, money is nice like people think money is evil or selling is evil like bro money is like if you want to have a positive impact in the world quickly the quickest way to do it is to make some money so like i to me that appeals to me and i'm seeing that um for a lot of other producers i think they're seeing the appeal of that as well yeah yeah it's true it's true i mean there's a million ways you can cut it Mm -hmm. and and i think at the end of the day if you're doing what you love and you're making a good living off of it that's a win you've already won making a positive impact like you said Mm -hmm. Exactly. Make a positive impact. I love it. Um, so the, okay. So I have a trick question for you, Gabe. (laughs) So let's say, let's say, uh, are you signed to a publishing deal at all or you own your own stuff? Okay. So let's say some, let's just say some company offered you a deal where they're like, Hey, Gabe, we want to, um, we want you to produce. All right, well, who's your favorite artist? Who's an artist that you really want to work with, Gabe? If there is uh, one, Drake. Drake. Okay, so let's say Drake's team reached out and they were like, "Yo, Gabe, man, the business model <laughs> you got crazy. We want, we love your beats. We want to purchase your business, right, for a flat rate. We're gonna cut you a check for I don't know. I'm just making a number up, dude. So, like." We're going to cut you a check for 10 mil flat out. We want to buy your company. And on top of that, you know, um, we want you to, uh, we want you to produce for Drake's album, right? We want you to produce for Drake's album. But in order for you to get your money, we, you are going to be a uh, ghost producer for the album. So you're not going to get credit. But we're going to buy a company. We're going to pay you 10, 10 mil. You're going to be a ghost producer, so we're not going to shout you out. You're not going to get credit for your work. Legally, you have to sign an NDA. Would you take that deal? Whoa. 
Yeah, I told you this was heavy. I told you it was heavy. Trick question. Uh, and I'll, you know, I'll give you my opinion about it too. Or, or, or the the other decision you can make is you do Drake's album and you get credit, right? You get all the credit, but you don't get the ten mil. But you have to give in exchange. You have to give them. You have to you have to give them the rights to your company one hundred percent. But you get the credit. You get to you get all the points. You get royalties. You can still you know get in. You still get all that stuff. Your splits. Everything is there. But you lose your company and you don't get the ten mil. But you get credit, and then you can kind of shift gears and 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 enter that realm. Would you take that? Which deal would you take? Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's tough, man. I mean, I'm, I have to imagine every producer listening is screaming like, yeah, of course. So you get $10 million and work with Drake. Like, of course. How is there anything to think about? Um, part, like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I probably would, right? Because I, I don't know. And, and then maybe I'd regret it. Because, <laughs> like, how, yeah, how, how could you say no to that? But yeah. um, I will say, like, I, I do think the potential as far as just revenue for what we're doing is, is higher than that. Yeah. Um, and also I, I think that that part of that question, like assumes that I have the perspective that the marketing and all this kind of stuff is something that I have to do, but I actually love to do it. It's actually mm-hmm. really fun to me. Like that's, that's a message that I really want to get out. And I think if, if people want to be successful as, as producers, as entrepreneurs, they have to learn to love the marketing side too, because you're, yeah. you're never going to be great at something you don't like doing. So, like mm-hmm. to me, yes. part of what I have to weigh in that question is like, man, like it's it's for me putting together a campaign and, and doing these things and building these funnels is you get more it's fulfillment. Kind of like making music. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, it's fun. Exactly. I love it. But Gabe, that's why that's why you're so successful at it is because you love playing the game. Yes. Yes, which I which which is yeah. yeah so i think i think man i love that you said that because i think that you know i think the the producers that learn to love playing the game have Maybe a higher chance have a higher chance at succeeding in whatever it is they're doing and and in the, and for the sake of the conversation sales funnels i mean if you learn to love the game of the sales funnel and how to work the, the inner workings of it as much as you know you do then would you say it's fair to say that like those people have a higher percentage of like succeeding? Oh, absolutely. I, I, I almost feel like it's a requirement. Like, are you, have you ever met anybody who's an incredible producer who doesn't really like making beats? No, never, <laughs> never. So I mean, no, I have a hard time finding somebody who's an incredible entrepreneur who doesn't exactly. love the game of entrepreneurship. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, you know, that, that was so insightful because yeah. I think I think part of the big lesson here with this conversation is like go out there and try shit and like find something that you really f- are are uh, excited to want to invest in. Mm-hmm. Passion, yeah, and and also, and I just want to get the message out there too that marketing and business shouldn't be this burden shouldn't be this thing it's like if you're a producer you're you're a creative person by nature Mm -hmm. like literally your job is to be creative and so i think for some reason people get uh confused or whatever mixed up and thinking that marketing is is not that to me it's it's another way to express that creativity and you know i i was in the music game or whatever as a producer and engineer for over 10 years before i got into any kind of marketing online any of this kind of stuff and i never thought of myself as a marketer an entrepreneur i didn't know i liked this stuff um and 
to me, I want people to get that message that even if right now you feel like marketing and business is just this burden, this thing you have to do, um, it doesn't have to be that way. When you get yeah. into it, you start having some success, you start learning this stuff, like it's a fun game. You can geek out on it just the way you, you put yeah. you, you geek out on, on plugins, you geek out on the software. And, um, just the same way that music creates this emotional response and this journey for the person listening to it. You know, the same thing with your marketing. It does that, you know, you take a person and they start here and they end up in a better place at the end of it. You know what I mean? So to me, it's like, I just want to get that message out there of like, learn to love that marketing and um, and it's, it's just going to pay off. Bro, so fucking, you hit the shit right on the, right on the head, Gabe. Like, and I remember I was watching one of your interviews and you said something about um, how you treat everything like an experiment which in doing that mm -hmm. that kind of takes away the pressure right. of like oh i wonder if this will go right or go wrong it's like no nah, I'm, I'm fucking around this is an experiment. and i think that's key because you mentioned the word pressure and i think that's what kind of deters a lot of people from doing certain things or you know not really investing is the pressure yeah or the you know the work <clears throat> that it the work that it takes and the pressure that comes with it and being consistent you know so like finding it exciting and like just even understanding that there will be certain pressure points that you'll reach you mm -hmm. know but just treat it you know like like an experiment or like a project or you know something because i think when we try stuff for the first time it's always more fun yeah. right like i feel like mm -hmm. even when you don't know what you're when like for real for real when i first started producing it was so much fun for me producing and being in the industry I was like, damn, there's yeah. a lot of, sh you know, it's a lot it's of, a lot shitty, of shitty, shitty shit, shit when you come with this, yeah. right? So, like, when you just have fun with stuff and experiment and try yeah. new things, goes that's a where long the excitement way. is. Yeah, that's where the excitement is. Um, yeah, I mean, Gabe, you're right about the marketing thing. I mean, the marketing stuff is a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of like you could yeah. really get in there and get creative with your with your sales funnels and all that stuff. Um, so, uh, so Gabe, what's, uh, what's, what's sort of next right now? I mean, you're, you're doing like, honestly, man, you're, you're doing such an amazing, um, thing for the community in terms of just like showing people that this stuff is possible and that you can make some real money doing what you love selling beats, you know, um, what, what's, what's next? Like, what's the next step? Are you continuing this, this campaign? Are you, um, you know, what are you working on? Yeah, um, I'm I'm loving this. This is new for me. Where you know the past few years, I've really been focusing on, um, you know, on, on selling beats, and and that's been great. It's been really rewarding in in multiple ways. Mm -hmm. um, and now this new thing that I'm on is uh, teaching and inspiring, and 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 uh, you know, hopefully helping other producers to do the same thing. And so I teamed up with um, Anno Domini, who's the guy who I mentioned earlier that really kind of opened my eyes to this stuff. And yeah, shout um, to Anno Domini, man. Sort of a, yeah, man, real innovator, um, really, you know, the first guy to do a lot of stuff um, as far as selling beats online. You know what I mean? I think I think that you were the first guy to do a lot of stuff. You know, I think everybody has a podcast now. Everybody sells Oh, thank now. you, man. Mm -hmm. um, everybody knows, oh, yeah, of course you have to leverage social media and build your personal brand. But, like, you were the guy, you know, who really, I think, brought that to the producer community. Yeah, I mean, listen, um, I, I, I did that because I, too, was frustrated with dealing in the industry. So I said, you know what? I'm going to just fucking engage with people that are like me. You know, and mm -hmm. so I'm going to do mm -hmm. the kits and do the podcast, whatever. And I'm and like you, man, I'm having a blast doing it. And so that that's why I love what you guys are doing so much, because I see 
the this the, you, you guys are taking this to another level and you're you're applying those same methods man it's really inspiring yeah man and, and to me anno domini was was really an innovator specifically in, in selling these online and so it's been dope to to team up with them and basically what we have is this whole sort of course and, and training community um, it's called MIDI Money, and basically what we do is we have a, a free training, a free webinar, um, where we teach, you know, we go deep into some of the stuff that we're, we've been talking about today of, you know, how to get started with this process, the philosophy behind it, our story, you know, all the, all the stuff that we, that, we, that we preach, you know, we practice it as well. And then basically that whole training lasts about an hour, hour and a half. And then for people who want to go deeper, who want to work more closely with us, who want to get into our community and our course, we make an offer to them of, uh, you know, if they want to, if they want to come join us. And that's, that's been incredible. We've had, you know, a lot of producers join and it's been really humbling and amazing. Like the producers that I look up to that have come into that, you know, producers like uh, Curtis King and, um, you know, we, in our community, we've got DJP one and, and dream life beats and, um, Omido beats and Wishmaster beats. And, um, I'm, I know I'm missing a lot, but so many guys that I've, that I've always looked up to that are in that community now, it's just, it's been super dope. Oh. Um, so, I love yeah, it. so anyway, that's, that's, that's been what I've, what I've been, what I've been doing. And, um, yeah, if people are interested in that, if it's okay if I share, is it okay if I share the oh link? Oh my God, please. We're going to put the link in the uh, in the YouTube description and also in the um, mm-hmm. description on Apple and we'll shoot an email out to everyone. But yeah, go ahead and chat it out so they know. Okay, perfect. So we got a special link for you guys, which is legionbeats.com slash black. And that's going to okay. take you to register for that free training. Um, again, you could just watch the free training and you will get, I promise it's going to change your perspective on, on how to sell beats. You're going to get a bunch of gems from that. You could just take that and run with it. Or again, if you want at the end, we will pitch you an offer. And, and, uh, if you want to come join us and go deeper, then, um, then that's cool too. Amazing guys. Um, if you're a producer and you're listening to this right now, go to legionbeats.com backslash blap. Get this click uh, sales, click funnel stuff started. Give it a try, and and take take everything we said. Um, you know, like take that information and try stuff and apply, man. And and Gabe is super super right. Um, I'm glad he brought this up, but he's super correct in terms of finding a way to love this. You know, if you can find a way to do the sales funnel or whatever it is you're doing, find a way to have fun doing it and, and get a kick out of it. Treat it like an experiment, you know, and not as a burden, like, Oh fuck, I have to send that email or, Oh damn, I have to, I have to like put up a new, you know, I have to edit my like sales funnel page today. Fuck. Like if you're feeling that way, man, like try to break out of that because if you can find a way to love this stuff, I think it's really going to go a long way. And especially with the sales funnel stuff, you see people that are successfully doing it. And now is like the perfect time to give it a try. So um, what I would like to see Gabe is a, a way for us as a producer community to come together in a real way. And I'm talking about like the, the, and I hate these words, but the internet producer community and the industry producer community becoming a union and coming as one and really using our numbers and our knowledge and our methods and not only coming together, but to also like create an even bigger impact together. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that I would love to see hopefully happen in future. You know, there's talk about producer unions and, you know, shout to everybody who's mentioned it. 
you know, they're all the homies, you know what I mean? Like my man, Sonny Digital and, you know, Murda and a couple guys like we're retweeting some shit, you know, Timbo and, and Just and Swizz have been talking about it. You know, I've seen it come up in multiple conversations, but no one's done anything. Like we're not, we're not doing anything about it. <clears throat> Everyone's just sort of doing their own thing, uh, you know, and I know Producer Grind has maybe this summit coming up. Shout to them. I, I really, you know, I want to support in any way I can, but is that enough? You know, what is it going to take for us to really get together and say, you know what, we're going to come together like Voltron and really make this happen? I was thinking about that the other day. <clears throat> I kind of, I don't know if my mic is on. No, it's good. Do you hear me? Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day and I kind of had an idea. Mm. Off air, on yeah. air. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was air. just like a brainstorm. So maybe okay. we can talk about it in, yeah. a, in a black. Room. Okay, but Gabe, yeah, maybe you know, maybe me, you, and Odami, and a couple guys could could talk about this off air and figure out a way to like just fuse everything together and just create uh, a union of some sort. You know, any way that I can contribute to it, I'm always gonna be down for. Man, no, I appreciate you saying that. I I, I would love to, and I I think I think now is really a time where, where people are ready for it, where I, I do hear a lot of producers um, talking about that kind of stuff and there's a big interest in it. And so I think while there's that momentum right now, let's, let's figure out what we can do. I'm, I'm with it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. So, um, Gabe, thank you for joining us today, man. I think this was super insightful. Mm-hmm. Like I said, go to legionbeats.com backslash blap if you want to know more about getting into sales funnels, setting up your own sales funnel, what the concepts are. Um, you know, you can, there's a ton of content on that page. Uh, make sure you guys follow Gabe too. Gabe, why don't you shout out your, your socials for them to follow you? Yeah, for sure. So you can follow my personal Instagram at legiongabe, and that's where I'm really talking about what I'm doing and, and speaking to producers. And then I've got at Legion Beats, which is uh, more where I'm speaking to, um, you know, rappers and singers. And uh, if you're a producer and you want to, you know, steal some ideas and see what I'm up to there, then 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 follow both and uh, and let's connect. Amazing. Gabe, thank you for joining us today, man. Yes, very much. Man, I really appreciate it. Um, it's really an honor. So thank you so much for having yeah, me Yeah, I'm on. sure we're going to have a lot of producers wanting to tap into that yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, Gabe. Appreciate you, man. We'll talk soon. I'll hit you up soon. Peace. Thanks, man. All right, my G. Peace. See you guys. A million dollars. A million. Go to legionbeats.com. Yeah. Backslash black. Black. Check out the funnel. See if it's for you. I think if you're listening to this right now and you're a producer and you haven't been successful generating that initial income in the beginning, I think it's worth a try. Go for it. Check it out. Set your page up. Listen to what we said and give, give yourself some time to build this. Cause mm-hmm. it, I don't, this isn't one of those like instant overnight, like, right. Oh, okay. All of a sudden. And also it's not even just signing up and then, you know, the beats. It's also about collecting emails, collecting right? Emails. So it's like building relationships, yeah. you know, speaking to people, yeah. you know, so that way you can have contacts and emails to put in, you know, into the platform, email people, and then start really generating some revenue. Exactly. So and there's guys, some legwork that comes with it too. Definitely legwork. And I'll tell you guys right now, the sales funnel stuff and everything Gabe said, the stuff we talked about, it's all true because I did it I started that process in 2011 when I put out my blab kit. Guess, guess where they, I sold my blab kit on PayPal 
guess how they paid me through PayPal with their email. So I started collecting emails through all the mm-hmm. kit sales. And then when I migrated to Shopify in 2012, every time someone bought a kit from me, all you guys that bought kits from me, I have all your emails. I also have your home address too, but I will never legally, I would never do anything with that. But I have your email address. So I have a, I have and in a, case you get crazy with me in the comments. You know what I'm saying? I know you list, huh? <laughs> I know what you, <laughs> but I have, I've been managed to build up my own email that, uh, you know, list since 2012 and it's grown, um, obviously pretty significantly. So Gabe is correct in terms of the value of having an email address, because that allows for me to not have to rely on the social media so much to, to get that traffic. So, um, guys build your emails up. That's the goal. Get those email addresses, offer free stuff in the beginning and go to legionbeats.com backslash blap, read all about it, register, um, start to create your, your, uh, your sales funnel page and give it a try and give it time to build, give it time to build, see if it works for you. Go to YouTube and search Legion Beats and click funnels and learn the best practices because there's definitely best practices when it comes to your your click funnel pages everything in terms of like button colors and what types of colors to use you know the types of images thumbnails uh you know click rates all that stuff matters um so you want to make sure that stuff is is set too so um yeah man good episode good episode um if you guys make a million dollars uh we just want five percent by the way, what's your five, answer? We just want five percent. What's your answer to that Drake question? So that the Drake question, I'm so glad I asked that. Um, I think the Drake question is saying how much he values yeah, his company. I think it's a testament to what you value the most, and I love Gabe's answer because he values what he does. Mm-hmm. He Gabe has already won the game. He's doing what he loves. He's feeling fulfilled. He's excited every day to do it, and he's generating a shitload of money doing it. I mean, all you need is those four. There's no Drake placement that can change. Right. If you've won the game already, there's no reason to play. You but know what also, I mean? if I was at the point where I was going to sell my business and get no credit, yeah. $10 million is kind of cheap. Yeah, it's a little cheap, right? Yeah, maybe if I, I was to the point where I was like, because you know, people end up selling their business yeah. and moving on to new things. Maybe right? fifty would have been better. Yeah, <clears throat> 40, yeah. 50, 60. Yeah, if I wanted to sell my business, I might be. I, there'll be terms to that. Yeah. let's raise the price. Yeah, whatever. But I need guarantees that the next album, yeah. I got a couple placements. Yeah, and. Because I'll tell you guys right now, I'll tell you right now, money doesn't equal happiness. It doesn't at all. You can have 50 mil in the bank and feel empty as fuck. fuck. You know what I mean? So like, man, um, guys, find what you love. I'm sure people that are just want to kind of just be in the industry and make beats would probably take answer number two, Mm -hmm. which is I'll produce the whole Drake album. Mm and take credit and publishing Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. i'm not going to do this anymore Mm -hmm. right so you know and again you shouldn't have a choice right Right. like just try try stuff anyway um episode 111 love it appreciate you guys so much make sure you subscribe hit that link um try that click funnel stuff out man um it's it's it works it works we're out of here we'll see you next time glam
So glad you could make it. Facts. It's been a minute. Yeah. You will see Glam's music very Yo, soon. Yo, that shit is a bop. Yeah, that shit is. You'll look at this like, oh, nah, that shit is a bop. That shit is a serious bop. She got a bop. We're out of here. One. One. <laughs> One. <love>. Two. <laughs> One. <laughs> Somebody.